Right. Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And since it's Monday, I'm really, really excited to welcome back on the program. You got it. The one and the only Sadia Osmani. Sadia, yeah. good to see you. Good to see you too. There was a little bit of a doubt whether I'd come today, to tell you the truth. There was. Still uh, sounding rather hoarse. <laughs> it was like that last week. And we I remember making a joke saying, oh, well, what if you lose your voice? And, 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 we'll and lo and behold, exactly. I we've did. come to the other end, so you've regained your voice. Tell us what happened between, <laughs> and that's what the topic for today, but I'm jumping all over the place, but we're talking about losing your voice. What happened? Well, it's crazy because, you know, I was talking to you um, that day, and I was, I still sound a little bit hoarse. And, um, and then I recall having a conversation um, with um, a family member. I was just on the phone. I think it was um, probably on Tuesday or Monday night or whatever. Yeah. And then I was on the phone and I actually ended up being on the phone for an awful long time, right? So I was on the phone, believe it or not, for about two and a half hours. <laughs> and I was laughing and joking. And then suddenly in the morning when I woke up, I had no voice. I could not speak at all. Um, and I was thinking, okay, this is a momentary thing. This will calm down. Um, Bring and some warm water yeah, and you'll be fine. You know, yeah. you look up all of the things oh. that you can possibly do. and um, But it actually went and it actually went for four days. So it is only yesterday... And and I actually did get in touch with you to say, I don't think I'll be able to do chinwag because if I vo my voice doesn't come back. So it was gone for four days. And it just makes you realize, one, obviously, the appreciation of everything working well. But you suddenly find yourself like, yeah, it's like it was really weird because you just forget then that you're not able to speak. So... I was in the, I, I was in the pool. I went for a swim and and um and I was there. And I, when I'm in the pool, I always check out where there's little kids and stuff, just to make sure that they're safe and stuff. And I was thinking just then that oh my goodness, if if I had to shout out or something, I couldn't do it, you know. And even like I went to buy something <laughs> and I wanted to explain what I wanted or something, and then suddenly my voice wasn't. And they were just looking at me, and I just realised that my it is a I mean it is a disability at the end of the day, um, but you just suddenly kind of lose your footing because you think, what do I do? You know, you realise how much it, how important it yeah. is for that communication. Yeah. Exactly. Oh wow, sorry. And so. I've also, I remember I also lost my voice back in April. Yes, and I did your show. That's exactly. Right. And right before I went to Australia, and I remember being at the airport, and I still didn't get my voice back. And I went to the doctors before the airport, and they gave me this open voice medication, Hoi Sang Yok. Um, it didn't work, sadly. I thought it was a miracle <laughs> pill. It didn't really work. Um, but I remember just being so frustrated because with the kids running around at the airport, I was like, I'm back. And, yeah. you know, you just can't even yell out, come back. Yeah. So the people thought, you know, wow, this mum is so chilled. She's <laughs> seeing like, her kids <laughs> and not seeing anything. Um, it's it's a really odd feeling <laughs> considering because we use, we like to talk. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't be in this industry. Yeah. So there's just so so much frustration. There was something quite, I, I felt like there was something quite spiritual about it. Oh, to tell you the <laughs> truth. Wow. Well, because like, you know, sometimes like, you know, you do think um, with it's so easy, isn't it, sometimes, when you're just chatting away with somebody and then you say, oh, yeah, did you see what she was saying? And then you just think it just stops you in your tracks from talking about anything, which is 
is really just redundant to say the truth. Don't they have this yoga practice where you know you go into the, the temple or, 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 or and and you just don't speak yeah. for a while? Yeah, yeah. silence that, meditation type that's thing, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And and I thought that was quite good. The other thing was is that, um, I, you know, I I, I I was somewhere and and I was with my husband and he we almost like had a bit of an argument about something and he was saying no no you said this and and then because I didn't have a voice I just kept quiet and. It was quite good, actually, because then there was no need to argue. And I just felt like I wish I could do this on normal days just to keep quiet. You know, the power of being silent. Yeah. 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 So there was something. I mean, I was looking into this because I was thinking that, you know, lots of people do actually lose their voice. And when I was reading about this, it says, you know, hoarseness. That's what I sound like right now. Affects a significant number of people at some point in their lives, and it's estimated that about thirty percent of the general population experiences some sort of voice problems at some time, um, wow. which is quite high, really. Um, and these issues can range from sort of mild horse hoarseness to complete loss of voice. And obviously, for somebody in our line of work, you know, your voice is actually, or if you think of an artist or a singer, etc., you know, people, um, you know, ensure their voices because that is their livelihood. Of course, you know? yeah. So um, when I was reading about it, it did say that, like, you know, generally these things come back in a week or so. But obviously, if your if your living depends on it, then you should go and get checked. Really? <coughs> well, how do you ensure your voice? You can probably ensure yeah. your voice. I'm sure artists, you know, because if you think like, this is just off the top of my head, I'm just speculating, that if you had a massive big concert or something and you're, mm. you've got loads of people coming for this and suddenly your voice goes at that time, oh. um, then what do you do? Like, you know, then you have to give everything back, but you should have some sort of, uh, some sort of thing it. to cover it. It's just like, I suppose, when you think of tennis players or people who are using their arms and legs and sports oh, yeah. and things like that that they may have some form of insurance. I don't know whether broadcasters have kind of voice insurance or something. I don't know. So, so I, I remember one time Ali Howe lost her voice, and this was many years ago when it was before the commoner, it was teen time still. And then, and it happened so suddenly. So in the afternoon, mm. she just rang up and said, I can't do my program tonight. Yeah. And this was when she would used to uh, do it live as well. Oh no, it was pre-recorded. Oh yeah, it was time was live and then it was pre-recorded. And she's like, "Can you pre-record the show?" I was like, "Okay, yeah, I've never done Teen Time before." Yeah. And and it just happened so quickly. Like you said, when, for you, you woke up the next day, it was just yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh, and so I suppose I was just looking at the kind of reasons why you might get it. There's, I mean, I did have a wee bit of a cough and stuff. So I think the cough and the strain of the cough and then talking for too long i was on the phone you know yeah. and it was fluctuating it wasn't very it was kind of uh, laughing and joking and things like that so um so obviously things like you know acute laryngitis um this is the most common um, cause of temporary voice loss it's often caused by viral infections such as a common cold or flu which lead to inflammation of the vocal cords mm. so i think that's probably what that's i probably, really yeah. got um and also mixture of one and two really I'm talking too much now too. Um, overuse or misuse of the voice, speaking or singing loudly, shouting, excessive talking, or using the voice incorrectly can strain the vocal cords and lead to hoarseness or voice loss. This is commonly seen as individuals who use their voice professionally, such as singers, teachers, or public speakers. Yes, okay. Yeah. And then there's gastroesophageal reflux disease, which is G-E-R-D. This is acid reflux from the stomach that can irritate the throat 
and the vocal cords resu resulting in chronic hoarseness. Mm. So that's another one. You had a slight reflux there. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then the vocal cord nodules or polyps. These are non-cancerous growths on the vocal cords that can develop due to chronic vocal abuse or misuse. They can cause hoarseness and require medical intervention. You can see how people... I know somebody that oh. ha happened to one of our colleagues here. Oh, yeah. he's, he's gone already. I think he's talked about it on air as well. Tim. Um, and he had to... <laughs> it was so funny. Bless him. He had to always use a mouth spray, a throat spray oh. for it because he had these nodules and he was straining his voice and stuff. Gosh. Oh, poor old Tim. Yeah. Well, just you make it makes you realize that these things are... And it seems like misuse is really, you know, even if somebody, like, it can be... Um, yeah, I think... One time when I lost my voice was after I had my son and uh, I was a kind of normal delivery. And then what was happening is you're putting so much pressure on your vocal cords, you know, to to push this baby yeah. out like and I completely lost my voice after my wow. son was born I remember Whoa. for about two three days because it was such a strain because you were just using yeah. those muscles um, there's also respiratory infections I don't know whether COVID and things like that had an effect on people's voices but infections affecting the respiratory tract such as bronchitis or pneumonia can sometimes lead to heart sauceness due to inflammation and then allergies and post-nasal drip chronic allergies excessive mucus production from conditions like sinusitis can cause throat irritation and affect the voice. And the other factors, I think, obviously we know that things like smoking or irritants like chemicals, um, neurological conditions, hormonal changes, and certain medications and things. But what happened really once I did was this sudden search for remedies. <laughs> you know, You're reading my... I just... You I just didn't. typed it. <laughs> because the moment that I lost it, people started to say, oh... Have you got some honey in the house? I think you said it actually. Said it, yeah. yeah, have you got some honey and have you got like some lemon and you know have lots of they everyone said drink a lot of water. Warm water. Um, and I asked um a pharmacist, a friend of mine who's a pharmacist and she said, well, you know, lots of these medications are not re they don't really help unless you've got some sort of a a a, 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 a uh, infection where you need antibiotics and then you can take something but generally keep your throat moist and keep drinking water yeah. and um, and then it said you know hot drinks um, somebody said you know suck a clove because oh. that's quite good for coughs and things yeah. like that and cloves also make your mouth a bit numb yeah avoid decongestants you know sometimes when you have those like um, what do you call it? Um, what is it that we have sometimes? Is that lemsips or something? Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. that just stops your mucus from oh, yeah. a runny nose. Oh, so avoid those. Avoid those because those actually dry up the mucus. So ah. it just dries up your throat ah. as well. Yeah, Lozenges so. too. Yeah, I found that suddenly you have this kind of tickly throat and stuff like that. And, and I think what's happened is that because of COVID and stuff, and obviously now because it's kind of resurfacing in some places you become very conscious of you know if you have a little tickly cough some people are just wary of you they just look at you and they think what's wrong with you type thing you see so I think everyone's become very sensitive to that so I always keep like lozenges and stuff in my bag that yeah, if you suddenly good. get a tickly cough in the MTR or something you can actually take something because the more you think about it 
the more it comes. Exactly. And you start coughing like violently and people think there's some major problem with you. And, and also sleeping with a humidifier because it, sometimes it's very drying yeah. the air con but just having a, or just like a, a, a bowl of water or something so it just stops yeah. the air from being so dry I did go to the steam room oh yeah I went into yeah, a steam and I nearly good. fainted because it was yeah, too hot, too hot. <laughs> I, I went to the steam room and it said to just kind of keep taking deep breaths and stuff like that but you know again I'd advise that people are doing that or in sa- saunas more dry heat but you know those things you have to be quite careful mm. about because they can take it out of you exactly and you feel dizzy yeah and it'll make it more dry but going back a little bit that's why you know keeping (coughs) drinking honey and lemon is good drinking warm water is good but not really lamb sips because those are decongestants and that actually dries up um everything else and Mm. i i learned that the hard way because i was thinking um i used to i used to love drinking lamb sips well if only if i was sick (laughs) (laughs) but then i would always feel like my voice was so dry after uh, my throat was so dry yeah, afterwards. Yeah, you forget yeah. actually that would dry dry you off. Of. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I mean, it just it was just a kind of a bit of an eye opener because um, you just realise it's just the appreciation of you know everything. It's just I suppose when something goes in your ear, it's just like you know you un- you understand exactly what it's like. You know if you can't hear anything or, or you know and you know and then and you can't express yourself. You can't express yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and that's but, what happened to a lot of people who were. Deaf and, mute, deaf and mute it's not because they were mute per se it's because they were they were deaf or had the hearing loss and because they couldn't hear how words were being pronounced they aren't able to reproduce the same sounds mm. so in fact they do have a voice um they just can't speak mm. uh, you know mm. the, the, the regular way and so you can imagine how frustrating it is yeah it's interesting yeah. i saw um something on um youtube recently and i think it was a it was perhaps an Indian talent competition or something, like you know, like Britain's Got Talent type oh, yeah. thing, right? Expected and type. there was a guy who was autistic, and they basically his parents were there, and he came up to sing a song, and they said he's nonverbal; he doesn't sing; he cannot talk, right? And what he he couldn't talk of of his own accord. So basically, what was happening is that if he heard something, he could just repeat it, but he couldn't talk; he would not talk. Otherwise, so he can't form his own no sentences. And, and it was amazing because this guy, and it really brought tears to your eyes because this guy came on, and um, and the parents said, yeah, he's going to sing a song, and then he started to sing, and it was amazing. His voice was absolutely amazing. He sang the song, and it was just really powerful, and he had the full expressions on it. And you would never have thought, and he's autistic, obviously, and you would have never thought that he had that voice, and yet he doesn't speak at all otherwise. And so, what is the mechanism? So he's non-verbal. I mean, sorry, he is verbal, but you, he don't. He, he can, can only. only it's only like parrot fashion in sure. terms of he can hear something, he can just repeat. So what he was doing was when the when the judges yeah. said, "How are you?" He said, "How are you?" Sure. He yeah. repeated what they yeah. were saying, um, and so. So he could probably, but but what his brain was doing was digesting that sound and being able to reproduce it. Yeah. In in did that he way. have some headphones and so he was hearing the song first or no no he, he just must heard have the music and then he, he must just... have memorized. I mean he probably had the music but he must have memorized the song or something. Yeah. But he just started to sing the song where the music started for it. Then and he it just cued his yeah. Thoughts. It was just yeah. quite it was just quite amazing when I was watching that. But it just again it's the power of the brain, isn't it? Um, and I think like you know some things sometimes uh, you know when people go through trauma 
and you know especially children um when they go through like there's a bad there's a divorce in the family or some trauma where they witness something the first thing sometimes to go is their voice mm. where they just cannot communicate and i know of somebody you know who lost their mother quite um early on and the and the and the kids were only about 3 years old and the 3 year old just stopped speaking Yeah. but it took a, a while 6 to 8 months anxiety and trauma it's yeah. select mutism yeah. as well yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. so it's coping mechanism probably mm. because it's just overload mm. for them but it's it's amazing how it works but i mean it makes you just think i mean it was it was a good subject to talk about today because i mean sometimes when it happens i think the main thing is is that you get appreciation for your normal voice and it's still croaky so <laughs> what remedies we've, we've just got a minute left before the news sonia what remedies worked for you then well i found the lozenges really useful okay. i found the lozenges really useful and then i just kept um a thermos of kind of hot water with me and in the night when i got up a few times i just drank the hot water oh. but i think it was just time it took time for it So I would even say warm water is better than hot water because yeah, hot of water warmish. is very drying, yeah. right? And But keeping yeah. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so so my husband was kind of he was actually saying it's actually quite sad, you know, because I miss hearing your voice and all this stuff. And I said, well, oh. just just play just play one of my podcasts exactly. or something. <laughs> But I think he might have been The quite relieved because I wasn't going to be arguing about anything. Yeah. Not that I argue very much. So in a way, he just said it's just so quiet in the house, you know. and he doesn't speak very much so we had a very quiet house for about 4 days wow and it's just yeah it just puts things into perspective <laughs> how we how much we use our voice really and if we weren't able to respond with our voice like yeah, even when we all get into arguments you just it's be... much easier these days because when you go to a restaurant sometimes it's just like they give you the ipad to order yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah so hence so. i didn't complain when i went to a restaurant and i didn't <laughs> like the food i just thought i can't be asked because i can't even speak <laughs> right now so i'll keep quiet so it's a good thing in a way it's trained me to keep quiet when i don't need to speak wow i feel like we we need to do another chinwag on the on the power of silence gosh i hope i haven't got what you got <laughs> i need my voice thank you so much sadia for your time today and i look forward to more chats with you next time thank you so much